In a world where a man loves movies and loves lists and keeps a list of his 100 favorite movies for over 30 years, what if he made his wife watch those movies in order? And what if he made her talk about it on a podcast? Would she like them? Would she hate them? Can this marriage possibly survive this podcast? Find out what will happen in a world called Craig's List. What is thy bidding, my queen? A mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest of them all? Of all the podcasters in the world? Yeah. Why, Carla Kakowski is the right fairest answer. podcaster of them all. End of fairy tale. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Welcome to Craigslist, guys. Well, that was short and sweet. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know. I, we, you were always doing these intros by yourself, and the past couple times, you, you've like sprung it on me. Yeah, I like pulling you in, you know, keeping you on your toes, <laughs> like <laughs> having to guess what your role might be. Right. But you picked up on that right away that you would be the evil queen. Does she really say mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? Or is it different? I think that's what she says, right? Was yeah. It? Okay. I think you said while watching the movie that didn't happen the way that I remember it. Yeah. I felt happening. like she said it differently than I remembered. I'm trying to remember uh, because I know it was written down too. There's a, like those opening pages, the actual live oh, action yeah, moments yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. I think it might be in there as well. We'll have to go back and, and check on that. But is that one of those iconic movie things that we don't remember yeah, correctly? Yeah. Like the, um, the other one, Casablanca. <laughs> <laughs> Play it again, Sam, is yeah, never yeah. said. Yeah. And uh, Luke, I am your father. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't say Luke, I am your father? He does not say Luke, I am your father. What does he say? Um, he says, uh, you know it to be true. He just says, I am your father. It's not Luke, I am your father. Yeah. Luke, wow. you are my son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luke, I'm your daddy. <laughs> Darth Vader, I be your father of the son, Luke. <laughs> no, I definitely remember. That's not true. That's impossible. <laughs> Uh, hi guys! Craig, it's, who is this phantom wait, voice? Who there is a phantom menace at the table yeah, with us? Even though we've weirdly taken a sidelong Star Wars track, are there any of the Star Wars movies on the list, or is that to be found out later? It is to be found out okay, later. Right. I will say, Star Wars fans will not be disappointed. Oh, okay, all right. Well, wow. actually, you might be disappointed. Okay, right. but there. So it's the Phantom Menace at uh, number one, <laughs> number one on the list. Everybody, I'm revealing it now. I will say uh, this: there are there is a, at least a a Star Wars movie on the okay. list. All right. There's at least uh, a one. Yeah, there is not as many as people would probably like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so this is Craig's list. I'm Craig Kikowski. I'm Carla. And we have a special guest joining us today who has already made his presence known. He is an actor, writer, improviser, storyteller, moth certified storyteller. Uh, um, moth winner. <laughs> you have to say it like that. Moth winner. Uh, and he. Story, Grand Slam winner. It's even better. Is that than true? Story slam. Grand Slam winner. Yes. And, uh, 
also still a middle school drama teacher. Unless I say something on this podcast <laughs> that changes their mind about that. Yes, yes, I am. We'll, we'll keep this one clean then. Uh, his name is Stephen C. James. Hi, everybody. Hi. I'm honored to be here, guys. Uh, and I will say, Craig, like this is one of those things where I was like, Oh my gosh, Craig is a genius. This is such a great idea. I wish I had forced my wife to do this. My favorite list of movies. Uh, and then as I go through listening to the podcast, I'm like, yeah, it's probably better that they're doing it. <laughs> yeah, at least another marriage will be preserved. Yeah. I'm wondering when the copycat podcast will start because we've had several Craig's listeners that have written of like, I want to do this with my wife. It's always yeah. a guy too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's the La La Land effect. Women aren't like, hey, you don't like this thing? Let me try to force it on you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. We just watched uh, The Big Sick yesterday. Oh, how was Uh, it? It was really good. Yeah, I imagine it would be. Kumail Nanjiani and uh, Emily Gordon's film uh, about their courtship. Uh, but yeah, there's a thing early on in the movie where he forces her to watch the abominable Dr. Phoebes, oh which is a oh, Vincent Price movie. I don't even, I, I've heard of it, but have mm-hmm. never seen it. And, uh, it's just great because he's just watching her watch the movie oh. that she could not give a shit about, you know, but it captures that male female dynamic. Well, she so also well. calls it out of like, Oh, is this, is this the test? Is this <laughs> yeah. the relationship? Like you could be in, you could or couldn't be in a relationship with me yeah. if I pass this test. And guys do that. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't do it as like a test, but I remember like really hyping up the movie Blade Runner for my wife being like, <laughs> you got to watch this. And then there's like that first like physical interaction between Harrison Ford and Sean Young. And I'm like, there are issues around consent within this interaction. Uh, I don't feel so good about this now. Uh, I've been praising this movie way too much. Yeah. 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 It's it's always something horror or sci-fi. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I remember taking a girlfriend to see Brazil in the late 90s. And when it was over, she was just like, why did you make me watch that? <laughs> <laughs> and that relationship was doomed uh, for several reasons. But the Brazil incident being one of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I can see the calculus of Carla being like, how am I going to feel about Brazil? <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to watch Brazil. Well, you only get two more passes, girl. <laughs> and and I I was about to say, you know what? I think you might like I'm totally biased in favor. Like, I'm the same nerdy sci-fi. Like, yeah. Yeah, she already did not care for the previous Terry Gilliam on the list. So, like, what was it? Time Bandits. Time Bandits yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. hate it. Yeah, you gave Time Bandits uh yeah, fine. Oh, yeah. Thanks for remembering me, yeah. Stephen. Yeah. Stephen's memory more accurate than mine. Mine too. <laughs> when Carla's grades do not match mine, I see it in a totally new light. Yeah. I didn't like Snow White that much. I, oh, spoilers. I concur. Let's dig into this, guys. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. dig Let's in. Just start. Wow. It, we are ready to go. Yeah. So today's movie is the beloved. Walt Disney animated classic. I'm getting yeah. eye rolls all over the table. <laughs> it was named as the American Film, Situ- Film Institute as the greatest animated film ever made. And it's currently correct? in the top 40 on the AFI okay. list. And the movie is called Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Dwarfs, not dwarves. That dwarfs. is, that is correct. Dwarfs. I actually had it written down on my list and I think I introduced it last week as dwarves. Mm-hmm. 
but it is right there in the opening titles, dwarfs. Yeah. Explain it to me. Why? Uh, I, I think it's just because, um, it, it was Walt Disney's like little fanciful way of doing things, but that is pure speculation. Like, <laughs> all I know, there is like one animator who couldn't spell. <laughs> it was just like, I got the title credit. Sure thing. <laughs> According to the uh, IMDb trivia section, dwar- dwarfs was the accepted plural at the time, 1937, when this movie came out. And then it goes on to say that the Tolkien books, uh, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, uh, popularized dwarves as the plural. I don't know if that is true. Uh, but yeah, the movie is... Uh, Spelled with an like F, the dwarfs, by a not Tolkien the fan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's just like absolutely. But isn't that how you would make make an F S plural? Yeah, was it scarfs, and then suddenly they were like scarves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's another one, Stephen? Uh, I, I don't know, but I just realized <laughs> I really hope that this is coming across audio wise because the people listening to the podcast can't see my face. Is it does it sound like I'm saying scarves and scarves? Right, <laughs> totally different. <laughs> And yeah. knives. Yeah, there we go. Did that change in 1937 too? <laughs> a lot changed after World War II. Yeah, including- I think I'm, I'm going to jump on this bandwagon with Steven that it was an animator's mistake. And okay, Disney paid off <laughs> the entire world. Like, yeah, <laughs> we've all. It took us so long to draw these titles. We can't yeah, possibly we can't do possibly it again. Yeah. Yeah. So I gave you a, a few movies to choose from, Stephen, and yes. you opted for Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Why? Why was it? Okay, because uh, I'm I'm now a father of a two year old who we don't let watch television. Right? Mm-hmm. We don't let him watch TV yet. You're one of those. Um, yeah. One of <laughs> one of those. One of those. I'm so confused and by, that, by your kind. I, well, hold on. <laughs> by that, I mean my wife is one of those, and she won that discussion because I was raised by a television. Also, like I- it was mom, dad, and. In my household, growing I'm sorry up. to interrupt you, but one of my favorite pictures of you and your son is you guys watching Beyonce. Together. Oh yes, yes, there are rare Lemonade? occasions. Lemonade. Yeah, we're watching Lemonade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there are like well for music stuff. And you both look uh, totally. Oh yeah, enchanted. because because have you seen Lemonade? <laughs> it is completely enchanting. Um, we didn't let him watch the whole thing. He was very young at that point, but it was one of those where I turned it on and I was like, oh, we we got to check this out. Uh, and we are like raising him to be like, we're trying to raise him to be like total feminist. Like we had an experience the other day where we're on a walk and he's like holding his mini mouse and we stopped to watch these, uh, young, like first grade girls playing softball. And I was just like, the plan is in motion, sweetheart. The plan is in motion. <laughs> um, but you know, we, we don't let him watch TV and I was like, okay, well, uh, I, I opted, I think, I, I said maybe Paths of Glory, um, because I had seen that actually when I found out that Joan was pregnant. I watched that on a train across the country and I was totally enamored with it. And I totally see the issues you had with it. But, uh, I've already um, forgotten what that was. I swear oh, to God. Kirk Douglas when one. you said it, I was like, oh, don't tell them what's coming up. <laughs> like, oh, right, 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 right. The, yeah, the Stanley, the that's Stanley right. Kubrick. The one that Kirk, took place in World War One. Yes. Yeah. Where everybody was speaking yeah, like they were the in Shakespearean thing. times. Yeah. Um, so, so I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, well, Snow White, I haven't seen it in years, right? I remember it the way everybody remembers it as like, oh, Snow White, Dwarves, Prince, Kiss, Star Wipe, we're out, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, you know, I'll watch this. It's the first feature-length animated film. Soon, feature-length animated films are going to be a big part of my life. Right. There's always those, you know, garbage cartoon movies that you have to take your kids to when you're yeah. a parent. So let's start with a classic. And man, did I 
set myself up <laughs> because I love animated films. I love, love, love animated films. It's one of my favorite genres because you can do anything with it. It can yeah. do literally anything. It's such a broad, broad thing to paint with. And I felt like this movie, um, it's like when people name their first girlfriend as their mo- one of their mo- most significant relationships, not because it was like that emotional or meaningful, but because it was first. Right. That's kind of the way how I felt like Snow White was in the pantheon of animated films. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watching it, I was like, oh, this is exactly how I remember it. And I haven't seen it since I was six years old, <laughs> which means that there's no real levels to this. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, uh, on plot. did you see it on home video? Do you think? Yeah. Probably. Okay. I did not see it in the theater. <clears throat> How about you? I think I saw it in the theater during, because they used to do this every seven years. Yeah. They yeah. bring it back to the theater. I think I saw it in the theater. There's also a chance that I may have seen it like projected in elementary school, like one of those sure. things where it's a rainy mm-hmm. day and then they bring in <laughs> Snow White and show it. I'll, yeah. t- I'll tell you when I saw it in, in the movie theaters, because I looked up when the re-releases were with the seven to 10 years that they used to do. I saw it in 1975. Whoa. <laughs> All right. I will that that is just prior to my existence. <laughs> I did not make that. And one. several years prior to Carla's existence. So, I saw it at the Marumsco Theater in Marumsco, Virginia, in Woodbridge, That's Virginia. That uh that that is the name of the theater and I went looking uh for pictures online of the Marumsco Theater because it just uh in my mind is this is where I saw my first several movies. And, uh, it was a huge screen actually with one of those, uh, kind of wavy curtains that would come down and everything. It, in my mind, that it's like a classic movie palace, yeah. but it clearly it was not. When you saw those pictures, um, but, like- but yeah, that's where I saw the, all those formative Disney films when they were re-released in the seventies. I saw Star Wars there mm-hmm. for the first time and I can still remember the smell of the popcorn at the Marumsco <laughs> theater to this day. This is real butter. This is not artificial butter. Butter flavored topping. So what does that mean? Do they like have a, a tub of butter and they would scoop scoop <laughs> yeah, spoonfuls I, of it? Onto I assume the there top? was just like some sort of like how the popcorn stays hot. They would just keep like a tub of butter in there and then just <laughs> just pour some. Uh. What is it? What would it be? Look, I know it was real butter, Carla. I don't know <laughs> exactly, oh, but it's right. still you know it still came from the pump. It did. Yeah. Well, at the ArcLight they say they have real butter and it comes from a pump, right? Oh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I didn't mean to mess up your story. <laughs> well, there's no story <laughs> beyond these that. Gotcha questions, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> there's no story other than I can just still like remember to this day what it felt like to go to the movies as a kid, and I think we would get Mike and Ike's and like a Mike huge and tub of popcorn. And uh, watching this movie, it still makes me feel six years old. I I mean that is a positive thing, mm. not the way that uh, that you said it. Okay. Um, well, I understand the appeal to kids because those animals are real, real cute. Yeah. Well, the dwarfs, dwarfs are very cute. (laughs) The dwarfs are definitely the best part of the movie. I think. Yeah. They steal the movie. They're fun characters. They're They're incredibly fun characters. Yeah. Um, I also like how they, uh, teach you how to wash your hands. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie because I felt like a lot of the movie had like, oh, they are padding this, but Yeah. Yeah. It's like a legit like scrub, 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 wash, wash, wash. Yeah. Yeah. Here's how you wash your hands. I will fully admit that the movie is padded out to feature length. 
you know, because it, it comes in at 83 minutes. This was the first feature length animated movie. Uh, Disney and company worked on it for, I think, four or five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the success of the company really hinged on this movie. They, they'd been making shorts to this point. He had the idea of making a feature length. And if it had not been the hit that it was, that might have been the end yeah. of Disney. There might be no theme parks. You know, Disney is such a huge part of our lives. So I think you definitely have to acknowledge how hugely influential and important the film is. I, I get that by our modern standards of what we expect out of any movie and definitely an animated movie that it, the pace is a little slow because like there's a huge chunk in the middle that's basically Snow White goes to the dwarves, uh, cottage. Uh, wanders around for a bit with all the animals that are following her, cleans up the place. Then we cut to the dwarves in the mine. They sing hi-ho. They come home. They're worried of like, who's there? They, they kind of skulk around the house for a while. They meet Snow White. Then they, uh, then they dance and sing. They have a, a, a whole song about cleaning up. Mm-hmm. And that's probably about 40 yeah, minutes of the movie like, is that like whole chunk. Most of yeah. the film. Actually, and I said that that was the best part. That really wasn't the best part, but the characters of the dwarves yeah. were really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Though I, I, I will say this. Dopey, maybe a little bit of a creep. Because there's the whole thing where they're sort of filing out, yeah. right? They're all filing out and they're all getting kisses on top of the head, right? It's so cute. It's so sweet. She's establishing like, oh, you're my little guys. I'm going to be a kiss on top of the head. First things first, Dopey comes up. Instead of going for the kiss on the head, which everyone else has yeah. gotten, sure. he goes for the lips, right? right? He's like showing the lips and then loops around, tries again, like maybe this time you didn't kiss me on the lips. How about this next time? Why don't we try it then? And then goes for it a third time, yeah. too. So it's like, ah. She's like, Dopey. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Forget about my boundaries, Dopey. Silly little boy. Yeah. That is one of the few things that made Carla laugh was Dopey running around to get another kiss. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> she did enjoy that. I was surprised at how little I laughed in the movie. Like, I was really expecting to be like, <laughs> okay, yeah. this, these dwarves are going to be real, real fun. It's going to be good. It was good. And I really like, like, the, I think the biggest laugh for me was the turtle. There's that yeah, with all the so animals, cute. the cute little turtle going up the stairs, yeah. and then everybody comes down, so he goes up flopping back down the stairs. Yeah. Real cute, you know? Real cute. Wherever Snow White goes, she's followed around by deer, chipmunks, squirrels, and a singular turtle. Yes. That little guy yeah. really got lost from his family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Carla has several quotes to that effect of uh, uh, commenting the on the turtles specifically. Yeah. But uh, all that stuff of Snow White being in touch with forest animals. Animals yeah. is so often parodied over the years like that the i mean you think of the whole lily tomlin fantasy sequence from nine to five right oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with all the animated creatures around her but also like snow white's uh voice uh is very often parodied as well so yeah, she's got a weird like vibrato tremolo yeah. thing going yeah um so I need to go back and watch Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty now because it feels like those are just variations on Snow White. Yeah. But I really liked – I remember – I didn't watch Snow White that much when I was a kid. I watched Cinderella a lot. Yeah. Mine was Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Mm -hmm. Beauty is still my favorite because Maleficent is such a great villain. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I think – I liked Sleeping Beauty a lot too. As you start to move through these, there's a lot more plot – 
in all of those other movies, there's a lot more side characters and there's a lot more kind of mix of romantic and dramatic and comedic in it. Yeah, yeah it's it's interesting to see how bare bones this is compared to the other ones. Because character-wise, you've got the Seven Dwarves, Prince, Snow White, Magic Mirror, Queen, Woodsman. That's yep. it. Yeah. That's everybody. That's it. Yeah. And actually, the Woodsman is probably the most – the Hunts – the huntsman, the, the woodsman, huntsman, I think, yeah. He's interchangeable. He's probably the most, yeah, interesting. He has the most levels in terms <laughs> yeah. of. He's only on for a minute or two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I guess <clears> is why they made that live action movie. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, oh, this guy has more story we could explore. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, the inner life of Bashful is not necessarily going to lead to another feature length <laughs> film. <laughs> Bashful's never gotten his own spinoff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think Bashful made Carla laugh more than any other dwarf. He was really though. cute. Yeah. <laughs> when he took his beard and like hid behind his beard, that mm-hmm. was really cute. How do you get your beard to do that, Bashful? <laughs> <laughs> Carla, can you name the seven dwarves? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Way to answer that call. Uh, well, you've already named several of them. <laughs> Uh, I think at one point while watching it, I had Carla try to come up with them, and I think she eventually did. There were a couple of uh, wrong guesses. Uh, do you guys know who some of the uh, alternate dwarfs that did not make it into the movie were? Uh, I, I I know I've seen about a million improv scenes with bit versions of them. <laughs> <laughs> All of them featuring one named Horny. <laughs> you got to have Horny in there. Yeah. Uh, I also, there's also in The Simpsons where they go to, uh, Duff, oh. Duffland and they have all the, uh, the seven Duffs, right? Yeah, with Surly. Yeah, nobody looks up for Surly, but Surly. Surly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're Surly and remorseful. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all different beer bottles named after different stages of drunkenness, basically. This- Dwarfs were too interesting to include in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Surly looks out for one guy, Surly. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, the original Grim Fairy Tale, apparently the, the dwarfs do not have, uh, names. Oh, okay. So that was something that Disney, uh, invented. Do they also eat their own faces? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's... Do they, do they lock her in a closet? <laughs> like, well, yeah. Your dead rat. <laughs> and now you know not to leave the house without a man <laughs> by your side. These fairy tales always teaching lessons. Everything's yeah. darker in the original Grimm. Yeah, this had to be a little more palatable. Though I think this movie is is still. I mean, maybe because I saw it at such a young formative age, it is still scary to me in parts. All the the transformation of the queen yeah, actually, into the witch. Did you, is, did you watch it with your son? I did not because yeah. my wife would have murdered me. Uh, really? <laughs> there, there's that thing at the beginning. Oh, Jen, come on. <laughs> well, there's that thing at the beginning where she first gets lost in the forest. And I was like, yeah, that's legit scary. Yeah. Like where everything in the forest is transforming, becoming something scary, which I thought was really masterfully done because it is actually scary. But it's also showing you like this is just her imagination. Like these logs right. aren't actually coming after her. Right. The trees don't have eyes. Yeah. Has. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's very well done. The transformation of the queen is, I think, the best part of the movie yeah. it's so cool and, and well animated and i just remember being so scared when i watched that and it's very similar to when miss gulch transforms into the witch uh as she's blowing by in uh, wizard of oz mm-hmm. and um so in any 
lady transforming into a witch is still scary to me. Okay, so I have to push you a little harder <clears throat> on this one. Okay. <laughs> because uh it is so clear to me that there are so many Disney movies that are far superior to this movie, <laughs> even, including Pinocchio is better than this film. And you didn't even care for Pinocchio that much. But it's a much better movie. <laughs> so I really, I need to push you a little bit harder. Is Are you just giving it props because it was like the first one? I just think it's so beautifully animated. I think you can really just see uh, how much work went into it. I, I just think the colors are so lush and beautiful and i i think it's i don't know it, it's probably because i saw it when i was five or six years old mm-hmm. so it's nostalgia maybe yeah and even you defending it it kind of sounds like when you see when when like you're giving a friend a review of their play that you didn't like very much where you're like <laughs> oh man you know you guys had so many lines to memorize and the sets were really really <laughs> great you know and it's just like it looked like you guys worked so hard on that right. you know yeah, I think there's probably a certain amount of reverence to just where it is historically as well. I like the songs a lot too. Yeah, there's some good songs. I mean, Hi Ho. Hi Ho is great. Hi Ho is a jam. Uh, you- Someday My Prince Will Come is really mm-hmm. a great song. It's a pretty great song. Yeah. Uh, but then I think of Beauty and the Beast, which has fantastic music. Yes. And also was the first that they did with the on digital, computer, right? Yeah. yeah. And like when you talk about how lush and colorful I, I just think of that film and and the story is more interesting and i don't yeah. know now of course i'm in my 20s when little mermaid beauty and the sure. beast mm-hmm. lion king aladdin came out you it's know so if you're if you're a child at the time then you know those are your formative movies i i'm in some ways uh it's not on craig's list but the jungle book might be my favorite and just something that just hits me in that sweet spot. I would pitch, what if you were to just, you know, uh, watch the Jungle, jungle Book two more times? That way it gets the requisite three viewing. <laughs> sure. Uh, and then see if you want to maybe give it a little swap-a-doodle with yeah. uh, Snow White. A swap-a-doodle. <laughs> Actually, I probably would have guessed Jungle Book because I've heard you sing the songs from Jungle yeah, Book. Yeah, because those songs are super catchy. I know Bare Necessities and I Want to Be Like You – to the letter. I know every <laughs> syllable of those songs. Yeah. I haven't seen The Jungle Book in a long time. Well, maybe we should watch it. Well, well we're going to watch some of my movies first. <laughs> well, let's go through the movie chronologically a bit with a little segment called Carla's Quotes. She's feeling her oats and Greg's taking notes. Whatever they are, it's Carla's Quotes. And I will say, for those of you who have felt that recently there have not been enough Carla's Quotes, Carla's Quotes came back with a vengeance <laughs> ah, <yay! laughs> on this movie. There's something about seeing it first thing in the morning that uh, I think Carla is less self-conscious <laughs> at that time. Drinking my coffee. Yeah. And I think there's also something about when you get bored, like just gold is coming out of your mouth. So. <laughs> Uh, right as we're queuing up the movie, Carla said, I feel like a little kid watching Saturday morning cartoons with my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Gives you a little insight into our relationship. Yeah. Uh, But then she, then she added, I don't think my dad ever watched Saturday morning's cartoons with us. He was too busy fixing things in the house. (laughs) He was. Was your dad like that? Saturday morning, my parents would get up, my mom would start cleaning, my dad would start 
there was always something Putting to up fix. drywall. Yeah. <laughs> that explains all those additions onto your home. Yes. You guys, it's like a maze. And it's the same still. Like I went when I went home last time, like Saturday morning, he's he's downstairs in the basement, like rewiring something. I'm like, what are you doing? For my dad, it was always lawn care. Every Saturday was just like dedicated to the uh. just grasping, like all the exact same height and the <laughs> line being edged perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Man, what, what were they doing? You gotta live a little, you guys. <laughs> I guess that's true. My dad would do the same thing too of like, he, he finished our basement, you know, he was an amateur carpenter, painter, yard worker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> one time I asked my dad, this was recent. I'm sorry. This is totally a different topic, but I did ask him. I was like, well, because he was complaining about his job, and I was like, "Well, what would what would be your dream job?" Job, and he said to rehab houses. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I bet you could, you could do that." Is your dad going to start flipping stuff? I, I was yeah. encouraging him to. Uh, when they do, they do the opening titles, and then there's uh, you know one of those prologues to the movie giving you the backstory on, on you know little printed uh, storybook pages. But they get turned kind of fast, mm-hmm. yeah. And Carla couldn't keep up, uh, and she's like, "Wait, wait!" <laughs> and then she said, "In the 30s, people could read faster. They had to work for their entertainment. Then the Nazis almost took over the world, and people were like, we got to do this faster.'" <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't even know if that so many what if that makes sense. I think what I meant to say was, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we got to slow this down. Is what I should have said. We got to slow this down and, appreci- I was drunk. and appreciate life a little more. It was ten a.m. as we were watching this. Uh, I was drunk on life and love. We first meet Snow White, and she's got a bunch of little birds that are floating around her. She's singing, uh, singing to them. She's singing into a wishing well, and uh, and she says, "We are standing by a wishing well." And Carla's like, "They're like no shit." <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you tell them that? They know where they are. <laughs> uh, also, like Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty both talk to animals, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. just a and- thing. Yeah. yeah, that princesses can do. Um, and in in later Disney films, at least they talk back. But you have right. to think the random observer would have to be like, she sure does enjoy talking to those birds. Yeah. Oh yeah, because <laughs> Belle does as well, doesn't she? Yeah. Does it, she? I can't remember. It's just a thing. It's just a thing they do. And uh, she has to work as a scullery maid. Of course. What does scullery mean? I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be another word for the kitchen, but like just sure. cleaning, something like that. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, but the idea of the beautiful princess that's doing grunt work, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, the evil stepmother, uh, of course, being a, uh, a trope popularized by this movie. Uh, but I do like, you know... People seeing it at the time, like, this must have been Avatar to them. Well, I was actually making that exact same comparison. <laughs> to Avatar? Yes, yeah. literally to Avatar, because I was like, oh my gosh, this must have looked so beautiful to people at the time, but this plot is super dumb, <laughs> and these characters are super lame, yeah. and while it must look gorgeous, there's not a whole lot going on here. 
Agreed. Uh, wow, I really like it when the guests are on my side. <laughs> this, this movie is 80 years old at this point. I mean, it feels like it. Yeah, uh, it most, feels every one of those years to it, me. Feel, it it kind of felt like I was hanging out with an 80 year old. It's just like if you just wait here and sing, a pretty man will come and find you, and then everything will be okay. <laughs> most movies were black and white at the time. All right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it must have been mind blowing because I remember the first time I saw 2001, I was like, meh. And my buddy who had told me like, you got to see this was like, imagine seeing this movie and you had never seen Star Wars. And I was like, oh, okay. I get it now. Yeah. Did you see it. 2001 on the big screen? Uh, I did not. That was definitely a loss. I know. It is one of those movies that you just have to let wash over you. We'll try to find a big screen that's showing it before it comes up on the list. Well, we have, and you said we couldn't watch it yet. Oh, yeah, because they have shown it at ArcLight and at New Beverly, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been around recently. Well, you know, we, we've got to, it, it, it's still a while before it comes up on the list. Oh, so. Really? <laughs> you excited for 2001? No. <laughs> Not even is a that a, bit. Is that a pass? Uh, is that yeah. the then? needle eye one? Eye needle no, one? No, no. Um, I don't, wait, is there? You mean Clockwork Orange? Oh, yeah, yeah, Clockwork Orange. Okay. Is that on your list too? No. Okay. Good. Yeah. I don't want to see that. <laughs> but the idea that you could put the uh, the camera inside the well, looking up through the water at Snow White, like that's pretty cool. Yeah, like that's, that's not a sh- that's not really a shot cool. that you can do. I didn't do. even think about that. You're right. That was pretty cool. <laughs> And so, you know, in an animated film, you can show anything. You're so only like limited. An echo. It was like she's saying, "You're a well," yeah. and it's saying back, "I'm a well," or whatever. It's from yeah. the echo's perspective. Yeah. So, in an animated movie, you can show anything that the animators can dream up. You know, uh, when <laughs> Snow White's uh, singing to her echo, Carla said, "Bitches be crazy." <laughs> <laughs> And then Prince Charming shows up. Out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Out, of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And uh and Carla said, Oh my gosh, it's a man. I've never seen one up close and personal. <laughs> so they fall in love yeah. in like three seconds. Third, yeah. Also, where is the indicator that he's a prince? I realized because I went back and watched the beginning <laughs> after watching it. Cause I was like, Good there's, like, there's yeah. no like he's not wearing a crown, he doesn't have a little name tag that says prince, yeah. you know, or anything like that. <laughs> he's there's the I mean, he's he's very fancy. Are we sure. supposed to assume they've met before? No, I don't think so. Because he just comes up singing and she's like, oh, I'm scared. And she runs into the house or the castle. Yeah, gets her little rag skirt freshened up a little bit. Yeah, and then like he's just singing at her, but they don't talk. Like here's the, each other. the super dumb way I justified that. Remember New Kids on the Block. Right? right? Like the thing where it's like young girl, guy with a lovely voice singing at her. Oh my God, I love you so much. Like that's the only interaction they've had. And she's like, I love him. All right. I, I love him right <laughs> I now. I get it now. Yeah. So he's Joey McIntyre, basically. Um, I was really into Danny because nobody else was. <laughs> I guess every girl picks their own new kid, right? Yeah. Jordan or Joey or Donnie or Danny. Danny was the maybe not the most attractive one, but I liked him the best. Really? Okay. Only because nobody else. He was more of the dancer, right? He had sort of a simian look about him, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. He was very um, um, chiseled. Yeah. But he's step one, right? I don't remember. Good for you. <laughs> step one. We can have oh, lots yeah, of yeah. fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, can't, he can't really sing, right? That's right. That's right. Step two. 
There's so much we can do. Step three. It's for you and me. Step four. I can give you more. Step five. I don't remember what don't step five. Don't you know five. that the time is right? <laughs> <laughs> Number one, I hope you guys can get that cleared. <laughs> Number two, I had no idea when I referenced New Kids on the Block what a well was going to come springing forth. That was amazing. Like, I was like, I hope I don't go deep, too deep down this hole with New Kids on the Block. And apparently you guys were like, we have been waiting yes. for like We've been 40 episodes about- for somebody to bring up Ed TV. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think Carla and I knew that about each other. Like, I don't even like New Kids on the Block, but I had younger sisters. So, like, what what can you do? And that sure. video was on all the freaking time. Yes. It's going to the lawyers right now to see if we can clear. Well, let's talk about uh, that song. That's a, a brief review of that song since we were singing it for review purposes. Right. And I will say, That's I correct. think it was possibly their strongest work. I think you're right. Followed by the uh, uh, oh song. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh. Right stuff? Yeah. The right stuff. Uh. Well, anyway, back to Prince Charming and Snow White. Carla said, this isn't how love works. Yeah. <laughs> then she said, stepmothers get such a bad rap in Disney movies. Yeah, I feel yeah. bad for stepmoms. There have been a lot of articles recently, too, about how they keep murdering mothers in these movies. Like yeah. how in like every Disney movie, it's like mom is gone. Oh, yeah. Which makes me almost wonder if it's like, are they saying like, listen, if your mom was here, you wouldn't be having all these problems. Right, <laughs> right, know? right. Well, that's like the most famously traumatic thing in, uh, is Bambi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that, that I, I guess shooting old yeller is another thing too. Uh, which Disney, that's also a Disney movie, I believe. Disney. (laughs) And then Spielberg's all about absent fathers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) when, when the queen says to the huntsman and bring back her heart. Carla said, Jesus, that Disney guy was a sick man. <laughs> yeah. But that's going to be one of the few things from that. the original Grimm that like is in there in some way. We don't see the heart in the yeah. box, yeah. and he brings back a pig's heart yeah. later. We never and, see what happens yeah, to there's, him. I was thinking that, too. There's, there's no, no consequence. Yeah. Um, I guess that's because, though, she's like, ugh. I'm going to have to deal with that huntsman for what he did. But first, got to make myself into an old crone. Yeah. Kill a sweet maiden. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not get struck by rock lightning. Yeah. And it's all just because she wants to be the most beautiful in the land. Yeah. Right? It's all about yeah. her vanity. It's yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's pissed off that her stepdaughter is more beautiful than, according to just some mirror's opinion. Yeah. And once again, with the movie being 80 years old, you know, it's like talking to an 80 year old. Well, that's your one true value as a human being yeah. since you're a lady. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not the prettiest, why even bother living? Right. So bizarre. One little animated detail I like, and maybe this is why you like the Huntsman so much, uh, when he's got the knife, uh, and then his hand starts trembling. Like, that's mm-hmm. such a, such a nicely animated moment. Uh, but then he yells, run, run. And Carla said, take off your heels first. <laughs> <laughs> Don't twist your ankle in the woods. <laughs> and then all that expressionist stuff in the forest that Stephen was talking about, uh, with the, uh, the, trees grabbing after her and everything carla said i don't think that's how trees work (laughs) uh then when she starts singing carla said i remember being a kid and thinking that her singing voice was really weird sounds like she's hiccuping real fast (laughs) (laughs) now the uh, the voice of snow white adriana casalotti i believe is her name and she was an italian immigrant came from a family of opera singers 
Okay. And so I believe that's coloratura that she's using, that kind of uh, tremolo effect. Does not work. <laughs> not, not my first choice. No. <laughs> Does not hold up? Not my first choice. <laughs> maybe then, my third. Yeah, maybe my third. Uh, Adriana was 21 when she did the voice of Snow White, but Carla said she's like 14, right? <laughs> Talking oh, about I the character. Snow White, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like she's young, right? Yeah. yeah. It seems like she's super young. And then I said, how old was that prince? And <laughs> she said he was like 32. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. That feels like the age differential that would have been standard at the time, right? 32 yeah, and 14. Yep. <laughs> and then all the animals follow her to the, uh, the dwarf's cottage. And Carla said, knock, knock, just a little princess with a bunch of animals. <laughs> uh, when she, she sees the, the dwarf's beds and their names and she's like, must be seven little children. And Carla said, oh, not PC. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get away with that today. Yeah. <laughs> they could not like, get away with dopey today. Oh, yeah. Either. Well, I think they just dub in people. It must be seven little people. Yeah. Oh, good. We used the correct term. Great. <laughs> uh, when we cut to the dwarfs working in the mine, uh, Carla mm. said, damn, where's that place? <laughs> all that, all those diamonds. Yeah. Diamonds and rubies and all that stuff. I guess this is before De Beers, like, controlled the diamond market. De Beers. And, and, uh, <laughs> The beers. <laughs> because it's it's strange that these dwarfs live so modestly all mm-hmm. together in one cottage because they, they run a diamond mine. <laughs> and and like is the do they just pull out so many that the market is so saturated that it's like sorry, uh another giant truckload of diamonds from those dwarfs. Here's six dollars. <laughs> they literally at the end of the day they have giant bags full of gems yeah. that they're just tossing. And they live in this shitty little shack. <laughs> Like, hey, maybe we should each get our own place. What with our diamond money and everything. No, we really got to split this cottage rent seven ways or else it's just too much for us. And they toss it into a locked room and then Dopey puts the key right next to the room. Anybody could come up and unlock it and grab those gems. Dummies. (laughs) Dopies. Dopies. (laughs) Oh, here were some of Carla's guesses for the dwarf names. Uh, Dummy, lazy, and idiot. <laughs> Here are some of the actual dwarf names that were discussed uh by Disney uh before they settled on the seven that they did. Jumpy, Ooh. Dizzy, Ooh. Hickey. Hickey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's either like, like I've got a big swollen red thing on my neck <laughs> or I'm constantly hiccuping. <laughs> or I live in the mountains with or, no shoes or I'm and white, I'm married to my white cousin. Trash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wheezy. Wheezy. <laughs> Baldy. Gabby. Gabby. Sniffy. Swift. Lazy, which Carla did propose. Puffy. Stuffy. Tubby. Shorty. Burpee. Awful. And then for awful, it's added, he steals and drinks and is very dirty. Yeah. That's the one I want to see. Well, I feel like Sniffy should totally be dressed like Don Johnson from Miami Vice. <laughs> like the thin collar and just be like, hey guys, we gotta, we gotta, I know we were supposed to have all that money for the diamonds, but that's why we lived in this place. Sniffy, were you in the some... bathroom again? <laughs> Sorry. I got, ah. Oh, I snorted. Uh, I snorted Coke. Just <laughs> Biggie Wiggy, 
Big big O ego. Are you still saying dwarfs? <laughs> that's, that's a lot of dwarfs. Okay, we but, get it. No, there's more. Big, I love big O ego. Yeah. Uh, Blabby. Deefy. Like death. As in death? <laughs> oh, dear God, no. Yeah, Deefy. No. Apparently, Deefy almost made the cut. Like at the what? last minute, Deefy became I... sneezy. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And yeah, even as like as inappropriate dopey as I guess dopey is like so much in our consciousness of like we grew up with dopey as yeah. a beloved character. So you can kind of accept, you know, that he may be, you know, mentally Deefy. deficient, but oh. Deefy, you know, would definitely be making fun of the hearing impaired. Well, now, like, Disney, you can go ahead and send me a check. I say they start, like, a side, like, you know, cinematic universe yeah. just with different groups of dwarves. But don't use Deefy. <laughs> like, that's the only one where I was like – Blabby's yeah, fine. Yeah, Blabby's fine. Even even Puffy or Chubby or whatever it was. Sure. But, yeah. Yeah. Hickey might appeal to the red states. <laughs> yeah. um, Let's make the forest great again. <laughs> <laughs> Maffa. <laughs> no. Um, dirty, gaspy, gloomy, hoppy, jumpy, hotsy. Here's one I like, jaunty. Jaunty. <laughs> <laughs> Nifty and shifty. Oh. <laughs> Bizarre. Uh, <laughs> Bizarre would be a good one, too. Um, and then when you're trying to name the dwarves and, uh, I said, you forgot grumpy and you said, oh yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the only one who like grows and changes. Yeah. I yeah. like, yeah. He like, I didn't, I didn't think I'd go into the movie liking grumpy because I hadn't seen it in so long. And then sure. I was like, oh yeah. Grumpy is like the character who's <laughs> like, Hey, there's a strange person in right. our home. Maybe just because she's pretty and sings, we should get to know her a little bit. And then when they do get to know her, he's like, all right, you're cool. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, this is the normal guy. Right. He's the straight man. It, it yeah. takes about 12 hours for his misogyny to be overturned. <laughs> <laughs> now he'd just be an internet troll. Like he, <laughs> he'd never get to interact IRL with the pretty young girl who might, who might change him. Yeah, but he starts out as a real misogynist. And by the way, I mean, I, I think if, if I'm reading this correctly, like the dwarves get off work at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say they get home around 5.30. <laughs> they they uh, find a sleeping Snow White. Mm-hmm. He's taking a mid-afternoon nap. Right. Uh, they, they meet her. She gets them to clean up. Uh, she cooks some food for them. They dance around. They leave for work the next day. They've known her for about... A day. For about half a day. Yeah. But she's a, a lady. They she, love her. She's that entrancing. Uh, Carla said they're going to be so mad when they hear you calling them children. And then, <laughs> then she said they're going to be pissed that all these rodents are hanging out in their beds. That's the thing I kept thinking about too. Is like she's cleaning this house and there's just got to be animal scat everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause even at the beginning when she's cleaning the steps and there are those birds there, I think she'd be like, could you guys maybe just go fly yeah. like on the rooftop? Yeah. Or something? And then later when she's making a gooseberry pie and then the, the robins are like doing the, like the oh, lattice work on the yeah. Pie yeah. crust, and Carla said, "Ew." <laughs> you know, there's some bird shit. Huh? <laughs> You're gonna get some pie crust. crust. You're gonna get some bird shit. I think we talked about this when we did Pinocchio. The idea that Jiminy Crickets was an exclamation. Yeah. You know, it was like uh, a you know standing in for Jesus Christ, basically. Uh, but the the dwarfs do say Jiminy Crickets a couple times, mm-hmm. which is a nice little uh, Easter egg uh, presaging Pinocchio. 
uh, on Dopey, he's like 40 years younger than all the other ones. <laughs> Until he took off his hat. And then he then you're like, he's an old perv. Yeah. yeah. He might just have alopecia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Could be alopecia. Another dwarf. <laughs> Solid dwarf name. We call him Al. <laughs> How you doing, Alopecia? Oh. <laughs> I'm part Irish, part Italian. Uh, then I think there's a lot of quotes along these lines. This is boring. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. When she says that her name is Snow White, you said, what a dumb name. <laughs> They're like, is that what's on her birth certificate, Snow White? Or is that also, a nickname? why is it? Why is she called Snow White? Did I miss because that part? Because her skin is so pure and white. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there and, you go. That's <laughs> horrifying. And so, yeah, as as the uh, as the African-American person in the room, yeah. I, there were several things in the movie that I was like, problematic. Because it's just like, you know, who's it. the fairest in the land? The whitest person. <laughs> Whoever's the whitest is definitely the by oh. far the most beautiful. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if I can convey the different voices that Carla does to express boredom too. I think this was kind of an Eastern European thing. This is boring movie. You pick boring movie for me to watch. (laughs) And then I don't know what this specifically was reacting to, but you said, Oh my God, who cares? Fast forward. (laughs) I got, I got a little lost in the, her cooking stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jen came in at the end and she wanted to see the beginning. So I rewound it and I was like, this would have been a much better way to watch the movie. Like just yeah. at that Backwards. slightly double speed. Cause then it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I miss out on the songs, but I'm totally getting everything else at a much faster. Yeah. Play. yeah. <laughs> when the, uh, the mirror, uh, the, the witch assumes that Snow White is dead. Uh, and the mirror tells her the truth that she's living in the dwarf's cottage and is still the most beautiful. Carla said, why you gotta be such a tattletale? <laughs> What's up with you, mirror? Yeah. Let's hear your backstory. I think you do get uh, the mirror's backstory in the, the TV show. Yeah. Which... Wasn't the mirror, the mirror is, uh, in Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Isn't the mirror, uh, Giancarlo Esposito? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think. Guys, yeah. I just remembered. Uh, a sitcom that I loved from the early 90s, late 80s. There was a sitcom called The Charmings that was about um, Snow White and I assume it was – yeah, it was Snow White and Prince Charming living in the modern day. It was one of those really? things that made it like six episodes on ABC. Wow. Oh, man. And as a kid, I was just like, this <laughs> is the best. Yeah. Why is this not every cho- every show? Before you started doing <clears throat> sketch and then uh, got so sick of seeing the yeah. alternate version yeah. of every princess. <laughs> yes. Uh, life, like, they're all, they always hate each other mm-hmm. by the time that sketch gets on stage. Yeah. The first time I heard uh, Disney princesses as Real Housewives, I was like, that is a brilliant idea. And then a week later, when I heard it pitched for the 800th time, <laughs> I was like, that is one of those things that it's like it's not people stealing from each other but it's just in the ether yeah. and then everybody picked up on it at the exact same time yeah <laughs> uh one of the lyrics in someday my prince will come is uh he was so romantic i could not resist and carla said you didn't even talk to him <laughs> you resisted you ran inside <laughs> uh when the now I always interpreted it as a kid that the 
the queen is now this crone forever. Presumably, I guess the disguise wears off at some point, but yeah, for some reason I was kept expecting it to wear off as she was running away. Yeah, but no, she she dies as the crone. Yeah, yeah. Carla said, "I want to pull that tooth out of her mouth." Ah, <laughs> that one. She just has a single, tooth. single yeah. tooth, and she does have that thing where it's like those eyes. I know animated, but they are haunting. The clone's yeah. eyes are just like, uh, please, please stop looking at me. She is scary. I'll give you that for this movie. That's a scary old witch. And then old d- bitch. <laughs> And uh, I think it was called a multi-plane camera with the camera that they use, which is the first thing that kind of created this feeling of depth of like cells laying on top of other cells, you know, and the, the frame is like really just full of beautiful animation in, in every shot. Oh, as it spins around her. Yeah. So that, that is like, it's like kind of a proto Scorsese thing of like the camera spinning around, you know, pretty impressive that they were able to do that with the limited technology at the Matrix, time. Interesting. I always think of Matrix, not Scorsese. <laughs> hmm. bullet, bullet time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or De Palma too. The Untouchables had a famous like rotating track. We just watched a De Palma shot. documentary. Ah. That guy's a weirdo. <laughs> I can I can totally tell by the look on your face, caller, that you love it. <laughs> <laughs> I did find it fascinating because I thought he was such a weirdo and he didn't realize how weird he was. Yeah. <clears throat> is critics love De Palma? I actually did not care for Brian De Palma that much, but I, I did think it was a, it was a well done documentary uh, in that it covers his entire career. And he does, he is kind of like a blatant Hitchcock ripoff and he fully admits yeah. to that, mm-hmm. you know, and critics love him because of all like the, his movies are about movies and are about like the psychosexual, you know, underpinning. He well, just kills a lot of ladies. <laughs> I read the, uh, the book, um, about the making of the bonfire of the vanities. And that book was really fascinating because it really is just like about how, uh, film is about ego and the best laid plans going terribly wrong and being like, well, let's just throw money at this problem. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. I need to see the bonfire with vanities. I want to. Uh, why? Why? Uh, I've never know. even seen that. The reason I wanted to see Ishtar. Yeah. Yeah. Bonfire with vanities. It's not great. Yeah. But if you read the book, you're like, oh, this movie could have been great, but it's yeah. not great. Well, and then when we were watching this documentary, I was like, of course, like this white guy, like totally fucks up and loses all this money, but still continues to get hired. Oh, yeah. Makes one of yeah. the biggest flops of all time. Yeah. 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 And meanwhile, Elaine May is just like, I you know, know, it was number one opening weekend, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we talked about going to see that Elaine May double feature and that Ishtar was kind of like pleasantly surprising, like how funny it was, particularly like early on. Oh yeah. The opening with the, the where they're writing the jingles together. Yeah. yeah. So they're funny. such fun characters. Warren Beatty is so delightfully dumb. Yeah. And then our friend Ben Blacker, uh, tweeted multiple times about of like I'm going to go see Ishtar now or I've rented Ishtar <laughs> off of Craig and Carla's recommendation. What a jerk. <laughs> and then I, be- I believe I tweeted back better than you think it would be is not the same thing as unqualified recommendation. Yeah, it wasn't great, but it was yeah. surprisingly not bad. For one of the most infamous flops of all time. Back to Snow White, guys. Oh, we have to. <laughs> I think I've tried everything. I believe when we left off talking about how just delightfully white she is. Yes. Oh. oh, man. That's so depressing. <clears throat> There's several bits of all of the animals running one way and the turtle trying to catch up and then the animals run yeah. back the other way and then the turtle can't catch up. And Carla said, that poor turtle, he needs to hang out with his own kind. Yeah. He's a cutie. Yeah. 
there's vultures that are kind of following the hag everywhere. And then when the queen uh, finally uh, plummets off the cliff to her death, uh, then the vultures kind of look at each other and start swooping. And that's a creepy, nice little touch. And Carla said, the vultures seem a little unnecessary. Yeah, I was saying the same thing to Jen. I was just like, just in case you, your kid wasn't traumatized enough where it's like, is she dead? Well, I don't know, honey. Well, what are those birdies doing? Well, they're going to go eat her corpse. Yeah. <laughs> when we cut to the funeral, uh, Snow White is now in perpetual sleep, though the dwarves think uh, she's dead. Carla said in an Italian accent, everybody's so sad. Did I say that? <laughs> yes, you did. I don't remember that at all. This was like two hours ago. I don't remember it at all. And when, when, the, when the prince kisses her, Carla went, Mwah! and she kissed our dog. Mwah! And then you said, it was Frankie this time that you kissed. You said, Mwah! they should have that sound effect. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> then, of course, they ride off into the sunset. They lived happily ever after. Carla said, you don't know anything about this guy. He yeah. hasn't even spoken. He's only sung. Does <laughs> Does he talk? Yeah. What if he can only speak in song? What if he's like, I'm so glad I kissed you. Oh, God. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Uh, well, I don't have a Carlos quote. I have a Stephen Says. Yeah. Uh, in that. New segment when, on the show, Stephen Says. <laughs> when uh, when she was there and uh, the prince kisses her, I just thought, laying in state like that, if only somebody had kissed Lennon. <laughs> you know, they keep him under glass in Russia for all those years. If they had only sent a prince to just kiss him, communism would have been able to come back. Aww, yeah. what a sweet story. <laughs> Two final quotes, and they lived happily ever after. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I think this one is going off the list, buddy. <laughs> That's what I said to you. Yeah, yeah. You got to take this one off the list. Okay, so let me just <clears throat> real quick. Okay. <clears throat> Let me just summarize. Uh, there's no reason this should be on your list. <laughs> I Now, I've not enjoyed all your movies, but I'm always aware of like the reasons behind it. Okay. And they generally make sense to me even when I disagree uh, if, if it's a good film or not. This just it doesn't make sense to me why this is on your list. I'm just being real here. Okay. And especially halfway – we're almost halfway through the list – it's so high up. <laughs> it really like, if is. If it got like an honorary position for being the first animated film, it's so high up. Yeah. Number 61. Okay. It really is. Like, push it to the 90s or take it off the list. <laughs> like, yeah. this one, this one more than any, more than any film we watched. I can't understand why this is on the list. Is this your least favorite? I, no, no. Yeah, yeah it's enjoyable to watch. In a way that some other films may not be, but it's odd that it makes such a cut with all the films out there that would be on that list. Yeah. Because there are other things that like, you know, having listened to the podcast, there are other things where I'm like, I don't really like that movie. I see why he would. Yeah. But Snow White, it's like, except for the honorarium of being like, you're number one, like you're the first person that did that. You know, um, I'm pretty sure there's some problematic things about the jazz singer, but it doesn't get an automatic <laughs> put on the list. <laughs> Because it's the first talkie. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, blackface would be one of those problematic things. Yeah, yeah. Because that means he's not the fairest in the land. Yeah, exactly. That's how it worked 80 years ago, 100 years ago. Okay, Um, I hear you. I hear you. uh, Yeah, I just have to be be real for a second and say more than anything, 
more than any movie we've watched. And this isn't my least favorite movie we've watched. Yeah. But this is the one where your reasoning, I just, I can't understand it. Yeah, I guess I might be influenced by the historical importance of the movie. You know, it did like this might have been the first animated movie I ever saw. You know, if I was five or six years old, I don't think I saw anything before that. You know, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I do think it, it definitely was the highest animated movie on the list. Toy Story 3 should take that yeah. honor. Oh, now, yes. you know, because yeah. that, that movie is moving way up of where it had been. Even uh, just you saying Toy Story 3, I had an emotional response. I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a much better movie. I do think Pinocchio is probably better than Snow it White. Is. It's a better, yeah, film. Mm, maybe I will have to rewatch Jungle Book and consider putting that on, but, uh. I mean, I, I, if, if we're pitching ideas, I've got three words. Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do love that movie too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you guys are right. Sorry to pressure oh, no. you so did hard. We just, did we just kill Snow White? <laughs> did we just accomplish what the crone could not? <laughs> we're the vultures. Oh, yeah. Story. We are the vultures. We've been swooping around that glass coffin being like, oh. come on. This might be the first movie that threw peer pressure alone. Because <laughs> uh, you know I, I didn't like some of the movies, but yeah, I always understood yeah, after no. you explained them to yeah. me. This one. I'm looking at no. some of the ones that are like borderline that I'm like, I might keep them in, I might keep them out. Like Time Bandit, Dead Poet Society, Squid and the Whale. And I guess I can't say that Snow White is better than any of those. No. So. Yeah. No. Yeah, I would watch I would watch Time Bandits three times before watching Snow White. But like, once again, we were talking about that, you know, nerdy guy thing with movies. Time Bandits is one of those ones that's like, you know, I, I turn it on and I'm, I'm going to watch the rest of Time Bandits. <laughs> yeah. But I admit, like, <clears throat> listening to your podcast about Time Bandits, I was like, those are all flaws in Time Bandits, <laughs> like things that I've just been ignoring. But I would say that that's even a better movie than Snow White is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Carla, you want to give this a letter grade? I mean, I will give it some props for being the first one, right? And that 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 uh, camera turnaround as the, the witch is changing is really cool. So I'll give it a C minus. Okay. Steven? Uh... I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just be harsh because this is my one shot. I'm going to give it a D for don't ladies get to have their own voice in this world? Also kind of racist. Yeah. No, there's like there's several levels where I'm just like, you know, it, it's like hanging out with somebody's 80-year-old grandmother where you're like, there are things that you are saying and doing right now that I'm merely forgiving because of your age. <laughs> <laughs> This is a really good podcast episode. <laughs> Steven really could have used your help on Paths of Glory, my friend. <laughs> I tried. I tried. It I tried. was a miscalculation booking you for this episode. Even I did not like Paths of Glory at all, but when you explained like how it was timeless and how it still had a lesson, like all that stuff I agreed with. And so I could see why it would still be on your list. <laughs> Well, let's improvise a scene from uh, <laughs> from this beloved movie. Uh, you want to play Big O Ego or you want to play Hickey? Uh, you guys pick first. <laughs> or we could do uh, we could do the scene after Happily Ever After. How about uh, I be Snow White and you guys be two dwarfs that I've just meet that I'm just meeting? Okay, okay. Like you're the ones who live uh, down the road. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
my. Whoa, look at these little children. Uh, I'm not a child. Uh, I'm a dwarf. Uh, hi, I'm Tachi. Uh, I would really appreciate if you uh, respected the fact that I'm a, a, a dwarf, uh, a little person, if you will. Oh, oh okay, Tachi. Hi, I'm Jaunty. Oh, Jaunty. What does Jaunty mean? I'm just a girl. I don't know things. I just jaunt from town to town. Oh. Yeah, he's kind of stylish. He kind of gets in the way sometimes. <laughs> oh. I've got kind of a foppish style. Yeah. Um, I made a pie, oh, a bird pie. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So you're just going to expect that we don't have our own food? Is that what you're saying? Oh, Is that the deal here? No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend anyone. Is there bird shit all over that pie? Oh, they're my friends. It's okay. Uh, are you just giving us a pie with... Oh, okay, lady, uh, I'm not exactly sure you are or who that silent guy is next to you who looks like he's about to burst into song, but um, we were just on our way to our giant diamond mine. Uh, there's that bag right there. He, this is charming. He never speaks because he's so charming. I'm a charming guy. <laughs> oh, that's that's really kind of getting on my nerves. Like, why doesn't he just speak to us like people? And Ixnay on the Iman Day, may. Oh, oh, okay, Jaunty, this is my fault? This is my fault now, Jaunty? We don't want people to know about the mine. Whistle while you work. Do, 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 do. Are, are you okay? Is, is there something? Hiccup. Are you choking? Hiccup. Okay. Hiccup. It sounded like multiple hiccups. Ah. <laughs> and see. <laughs> pretty yeah. good, Carla. Pretty that good. That's pretty good Snow White. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty solid Snow White. <laughs> uh, reading about Adriana Casalati. Uh, apparently Disney kept her under contract and wouldn't let her do anything else because he wanted, didn't want other people to have that specific Snow White voice. Sounds oh. like something Disney would do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. <laughs> Talk to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but she does make one very brief appearance in another beloved movie, which is in, uh, Who Roger Rabbit. And who framed Roger Rabbit? Really? No, no. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like, she must have been very old. <laughs> she did the voice of Jessica Rabbit getting goosed. Um, wow. No, she did uh, in the uh, Wizard of Oz, the Tin Man song, If I Only Had a Heart, there's one song uh, where, you, where there's one line where you hear Juliet's voice saying, Wherefore art thou? Romeo, and that's Adriana Casalotti. Wait, oh. what? Yeah. Say all that again. <laughs> what? You know the, the Tin Man song, If I Only Had a Heart? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a line that's uh, sung by a woman, and that's Snow White. But who sings it in the movie? The Tin Man. Oh. There's like one so- one line that jumps in, for, sung by yeah. somebody else. Cause he's talking and it's about- Wherefore Out Thou Romeo. What's yeah. the li- I don't remember the line before that. But it's supposed to be the Tin Man saying it in the movie? No, it's what's bo- wrong with me? I don't understand what's <laughs> happening. It's like a voice comes in because I think he's talking about love and romance, and oh. then this voice comes in saying, "Wherefore art thou, Romeo?" So it's just like a ghost voice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're gonna watch Wizard of the Oz. <laughs> uh, specifically, Wizard of the Oz. Wizard of oh. the Oz. And, the Wizard of Oz. And I don't Wizard know. Wizard of Oz. I don't know if you've ever seen Return to Oz. Yes. It is one of the most troubling films. The yes. Wheeler, like I still have Wheeler nightmares every once in a while. Yes, that's a great <clears throat> and scary movie. I saw that movie at like 28 years old. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, that's a very disturbing movie. The only movie directed by Walter Murch, uh, famous uh, sound designer and editor who worked for with uh, Lucas and Coppola a lot in oh. the 70s. All right. Uh, Picture me a balcony above a voice sings low. Wherefore art thou, Romeo? That's what it is. Okay. 
If I only had a heart. So she's known for Snow White and the Ghost Voice. <laughs> the and Ghost Voice and the Wizard, the Wizard, Wizard of the Oz. Stephen, anything to promote? Uh, Twitter handle? Uh, anything uh, you just want to talk about that you like? My uh, my Twitter handle is super annoying because it's underscore Stephen C James, and that's Stephen with a ph. So there's no chance people are just going to stumble across that. <laughs> and but underscore uh, first, given recent events in American history, I've pretty much left uh, social networking mm-hmm. uh, completely. Except to occasionally uh, make an ill-timed Father's Day joke that I'm going to have to go home and eat crow about next week. (laughs) Uh, As my dad was clearly highly offended by it. Oh, I read that. (laughs) Yeah. I was just being like, I'm just funning. And uh, apparently my dad read it and didn't like it. Um, So... We'll we'll have an awkward conversation about it, I'm sure, at some <laughs> point. But as far as performing, um, uh, if you see Nirvana or Tuskegee performing, uh, go see them. Uh, it doesn't happen that often because, as I said, <laughs> I've got a toddler in my house. Uh, but I still do the uh, really awesome improv show at Second City. Uh, oh, yeah. And I'm playing the last two weeks of July. Uh, it's at noon on Saturdays at Second City. And, uh, it's an it's improv a show for kids. Fun show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all ages. Uh, so that ties into all those people who uh, brought their kids to this podcast to listen to people <laughs> rave about what a wonderful film Snow White was. Uh, now you can come see a short form improv show at Second City in Hollywood. Yay! Well, thanks so much for being here. Uh, we'll have you on again for a movie that you like more than... Uh, that will be super fun. Okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, Carla, we're going to stay in the children's fantasy genre for next week's movie. Okay. <laughs> hopefully this will be one that you like more. Hopefully. Uh, we're going to have a couple of guests joining us. Our friends uh, Gabe Diani and Etta Devine are joining oh, us. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know what this And is. Uh, this movie was released in 1971, directed by Mel Stewart, mm-hmm. based on the Roald Dahl novel Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. And they changed the name to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. And it stars Gene Wilder as the titular Wonka. Titular. <laughs> yeah. Grow up, oh, Carla. I love this movie. Yeah. You love Willy Wonka? Oh, yeah. yeah this okay. Is, this is going to be a nice switch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one this one holds up, I know. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see if it I've holds up. It I may take it off the list just in spite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Craig, you old crone. <laughs> I have transformed and I'm never going back. I'm going to be an old hag for the last... 60 episodes oh, of this great. goddamn podcast <laughs> because you made me take my beloved Snow White off the list. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I must be in the minority here. Craig's listeners, please chime in. Let us know. Does Snow White hold up? Nope. Or <laughs> is it that old 80-year-old movie yeah. nattering on in your head? Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, Stephen, for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon. The list is an absolute good. The list is life.